0: that's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
1: Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey into deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally, that dude. And I say welcome back because I'm back home. Woo, it feels good to be at the crib. Let me stop lying to y'all, boy. I'm all over the place right now. It is a pure mess. My body clock is like Hawaii, uh, Los Angeles. And this, I can't remember the last time other than going to Hawaii where I got to lose time, right? Three hours behind L.A.? Oh, man, 4 o'clock in the morning, waking up every day on vacation. Who does that? Well, we did that, man. But it was still an amazing vacation, just like we're going to have an amazing show, because that's what we do around here. But first, we start off with, what's up with that dude? Well, if you have a 4K, or what do they have, 8K TVs and cameras out there now, you can see that I am burnt. I mean literally burnt. So that whole lie and misnomer that, hey, black people, you know, they don't need sunscreen and sunscreen lotion because they don't get burnt. She I am peeling and chilling everywhere. All of my layers. I look like a reptile right now, if you can see that. So I am literally burnt. And... I get it now because I could feel it like little tingles getting the shower. You're like, ow, what the hell is that? But, um, that Hawaii sun was hitting that pool water extra crispy. Uh, we had a flight for the ages. And it's funny because I am a former football player, duh. But I'm not talking about just what I physically did, what I mentally did. And I live in this weird place when I'm around other parents because, These parents like to form these pity committees, right, where when you're walking on the airplane and they're like, oh, prayers up for you with your little kids, five hours. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of created them and I know they're going to be a little wild, maybe boisterous, but I'll be okay, Right. And these little pity committees, man, they just sit there and say, oh, are you guys going to be okay?" And I was just sitting there shaking my head like dog. Y'all know I used to have three a day football practices, like literally a 6 in the morning practice, a 1 p.m. practice, and a 6 p.m. practice for a month. Uh, we did that in college and I was like, dog, when I hear people say stuff and I hate to say they're complaining, but they are. When they're just like in fear of what's coming, I'm like, dog, ain't nothing gonna be worse than what I went through. Y'all ever had a Bill Parcells training camp practice in Dallas, 118 degrees, 134 heat index, and it was a double day, and you were sorry, and he was mad at you because you were overpaid? Y'all ever go through that? I did. So guess what? I can handle a five-hour flight with my damn kids. Enough of that. Um... But I did speak too soon, y'all. No lie. I was in front of a family from hell. And I feel for them because it wasn't their fault. They had maybe a two year old and a three year old. I don't know how the Irish twins they call. them. I mean, they were just way too close to each other. And they were screaming the entire flight so much that my kids kept turning around and kept telling me, Dad, they're too loud. Dad, they're kicking my seat. Which kept my kids in line because my kids were like, we ain't acting like that. That is the worst. And I was laughing. So then after that flight, I should have joined that parent pity committee because, boy, that was hell to pay. Um, The kids are still asleep. At least one of them is. They went to bed at 1 in the morning. Do not call Child Protection Services on me. I'm trying my best. All right, y'all. It's time to dive into this show right now with my man, Lori marketing. Y'all know who he is. Utah Jazz's all-star forward. Laurie Marketing plans to partake, listen to this, in mandatory military service in Finland during the off season. Y'all heard me. Ah, he said following the military requirement that they have, his intention is to complete it. It's mandatory, quote, we have to do it, but at the same time we take pride in it too. Caught that part. I think it sets an example to serve and I'm confident I could do it in a way that's not going to affect my preparation for next season either now every male citizen of Finland is required to complete military service by the age of 30 marketing trying to get it in quick trying to get some extra credit I guess because he's only 25 Woo! now this is interesting right here because I can hear y'all right now singing your Bruce Springsteen y'all, y'all gotta love <laughs> USA that is not a mandatory requirement in America so to me That is our great fortune. But I respect what he said. Not only is he going to do it, but he's going to do it with pride. But if you want to ask me, I'm hitting you with the Rick Ross. I'm hitting you with the Lil Wayne. No, sir, not me. Y'all forget that my name, Marcellus, is the middle name of Cassius Marcellus Clay. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. I hate to say it, y'all, but there's nothing more terrifying to me Outside of prison, not jail, like I've been in jail before, like, you know, the holding tank, who had not been to jail before? Who ain't got a parking ticket? Like, no, I thought I paid it. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about prison. Like, they like, dog, stop looking at your watch. Stop looking at the calendar. You're going to be here for a minute. Prison is terrifying, but nothing's worse than just the thought of war. Now, let me back up a step. This is Finland we're talking about. And I had to look it up. And guess what I saw? Not a single enemy in the world. (laughs) Not one nuke is pointed at Finland. The people of Finland even were saying the worst thing about being here is our six month long winter (laughs) and then our one month long summer. And that's it. No enemies in sight. But it's interesting because they have this sports complex out there that's merged with the military that allows people to actually serve actively while still pursuing their profession kind of smart right here so marketing will report to the defense forces sports school now you got me enlisted like if if they say you're going to the army and a drill sergeant looking at me like Wiley, get up and dog i'm good i'm good i'm good do do what you got to do to me i don't care how many push-ups i do two million push-ups i ain't going out there with them bullets alive but if i have to go to the defense forces Sports school, you got somebody right here. Now, Marketing even said, of course, I'd rather be working out like I normally do in the off season, but I heard they do a good job of combining the two. You're able to do your job working as an athlete and your basic training. You know me, I'm asking y'all, what would y'all do? Like, seriously, not, not Finland, because in Finland, they don't have any enemies. So, yeah, sign me up. I go all day. I ain't got nobody to fight, but in America. And you know, right now, Woo, this world is tripping on America. they trying to get rid of the U.S. dollar everywhere, the currency exchange. Woo, so we're going to have some nukes pointed back at us. What would you do? Obviously, it's, a, it's an honor to serve your country, but I think it's a greater honor what others serve for you, right? <laughs> That's how I think about it. I hate to be so selfish, y'all, but boy, I am shook when you start talking about them live bullets. Y'all, man, I don't have to travel far for this story because... This is the La La Holiday Revisited. Yes, we're going to go a little deeper into the L.A. Lakers beatdown. Yep, y'all got smashed again by the Los Angeles Clippers because I saw a topic in there that I think is interesting to the fans because fans always come up to me and they say, take us through the mundane, take us through the routine, take us through the experience that we weren't able to ever be a part of. And as an athlete, you always kind of just go past those, right? You run past those stop signs because you had to travel that road thousands and thousands of times. But what about the people who never had to travel that road? Not one time on a professional level were you able to walk out of a locker room. And let me give you all this setting because it always gives me chills. You walk out of a locker room and you're 53 strong, right? You and 52 others, we walking out and you walk out in those cleats on that concrete, because you're walking from the tunnel to the turf, right? And you can hear the cliques, and they're not in unison, but it just sounds like marching drums. All these dudes, 300 pounders, click, 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 click. And all of a sudden, it starts to go quiet. Because one, those cliques are now on that turf. It's time to go to war. But more importantly, you just went from the tunnel in the darkness to the light. And when you get to the light, silence. Why? Because you are now so uber-focused on that moment, and this is not the time for the crowd to erupt yet. But once they start to announce that the team is out there, whatever team it is, and they see you, <sighs> you imagine those contrasts, dark to light, noise to quiet, and then eruption of 80,000 people for you. That's what the athlete experience is like, just one mundane slice. Let me take you through another one. What happens when you're the star of your game plan? Like everything is running through you. Or when you're the scrub of their game plan, they like, yo, attack that dude. Let him shoot. Well, Anthony Davis brought it up. Let's talk through it. He said, quote, our game plan was for Russell Westbrook to shoot the ball, and he made them. He made the shots. Woo. You remember Russ finished with 14 points. Clippers beat the Lakers by seven and Russ shot 50% from the field. Good game for Russ, right? So the first question is, everyone would say, damn, that's disrespectful. Oh, ho, ho. no, it's not. Man, you're talking about attacking the weakness. That is every single team's game plan throughout the work week and especially on game day. So let's talk about a game plan, which always starts with a play plan. A lot of people don't talk about the play plan. They just talk about the game, right? 48 minutes. That's what we want to do. But you have to do that every single time to actually stick to the plan. So I always wanted people to understand that when you have a plan, the first thing you got to do is identify the target. Right. So if you got a plan to go out there and win the game, you got to identify how you're going to win the game. Right. And basketball is make shots and basketball is defense shots, etc. So identify the target first and foremost. But after that, you got to quickly. And I mean like one A, one B. You got to work on the disguise of trying to hit that target and the counter, the counter punch to if they defend what you're trying to target you catch all this let me give it to you simply if you're a running back and you actually know that you're fast and you want to hit the edges the first thing you have to do is tell yourself I'm best on the sideline but remember the sideline is an extra defender for the defense. There are never 11 defenders on a football field. There's always 13 because the sideline over here, the sideline over here. Right? So if you're a running back trying to go over there, be careful because you just added a defender over there, correct? So now you can't just run straight there because we'll use geometry, cut you off and make the play. So you always work on the disguise. So what do you have to do if you're a fast runner? You've heard it before. You got to actually attack between the tackles. You actually got to go at them and use physical force or at least the deception of that to make me stop my feet. And then you use your speed. Then you attack. But if you don't identify the target, sideline, and then disguise it by going straight at me, oh, I'm just going to go make those plays. Happens in basketball as well, right? You talk about Anthony Davis. He's like, look, our target is, russell westbrook he's the scrub on their team hate to say it but that's how they were thinking they're like let that dude shoot and guess what they didn't have the counter to letting them shoot because every time you're shooting basketball if you think he's a scrub what's your thought He's gonna miss the next one <laughs> right so russell goes out there one for one ah he let him shoot dog he gonna miss the next one two for two <laughs> let him shoot three for three let him shoot i'm, I'm getting a little nervous Uh, Three for four. Oh, there we go. Game plan kicking in, right? You got to be able to adapt. You got to be able to know what the disguise is and also what the counter is. What was the counter to Russell Westbrook? Nothing. Just let him shoot. And let's just live or die by his shooting efforts. Well, you died that night. But chances are, if you go on every game you play against the Clippers with that same game plan, you at least have the belief, if you're a Laker, that you will win more of those games than not. It's just funny, the chess match, because this is what people don't understand about sports. Once you get to the pro level, in general, we all qualify. You know, like in class, we're all 90 percentile, right? So imagine you go to your class, you go to your school, and you're like, I'm the smartest in my class. And then somebody next door is the smartest in their class. Well, the pro level is, we start picking all them kids out of the classes and put them all in one class. Now, what you gonna do? We all qualified, we were all 90 percentile by ourselves on our islands, now we're together. So what gets you above the fray, above the rest, is not gonna be physical talent anymore. It's not gonna be bigger, faster, stronger, cause we all qualify, we're all black belts. What gets you there is now your mental IQ and your emotional IQ. Who can actually win that chess match? And then who can rely on that in terms of emotions? Always being disciplined, always being motivated, and always being in that moment. Those are the great ones, really. Ray Lewis just popped in my head for some reason. Peyton Manning just popped in my head for some reason. These guys that are always invested And let's just be real. They just were steady, Eddie, always a part of that game plan. The stars of their game plan who used to look at the opposing team and always identify and attempt to manipulate the scrub of their game plan. So just wanted to take you guys a little behind the curtain. We'll do that time and time again. Whenever you guys have a topic out there, fan mail, et cetera, we're going to discuss it because that's what we're here for. About to travel somewhere that even though I'm a little tired, a little off, I will gladly go right now. Miami, goodness. Not only will I gain three hours, but uh, I will gain a lot more in life just seeing how beautiful it is down there. Oh, um, I, I just went back. I had a flashback. Let me stop. Okay, let's talk about Miami and their Dolphins All-Pro receiver Tyreek Hill, who says he's planning to retire at the end of his current contract. Oh, with the Miami Dolphins. Then it's on to something else. Anytime I read that headline, I shake my head. It always takes me back to Too Short. Remember when, I think Too Short was the first rapper that said, this is album number 10, I'm done, I'm retired, that's it. He is on his 37th album right now. Like, I think he was just doing it to have leverage and contract negotiations, get out of a bad deal, I don't know. But I never, ever believe somebody when they say they're retiring. Shifting gears, Yeah. Uh, doing something else but coming back to it, yeah, but full-out retirement, boy stop. All right, let's listen to him in his own words. He says, quote, I'm going for 10 seasons, man. He'll be 31 years old when his contract runs out. 31, y'all. And he gonna retire after the 2025 season. That's what he says. He says, I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins and then I'm going to call it quits. I want to go into the business side. You're already in the business side. It's called football. Uh, I want to do so many things in my life, bro. <laughs> All right. So far, doesn't sound like much of a plan, but we're going to figure this out. He got enough money to figure it out. He has enough money to fail forward, as they say. He was traded to the Dolphins, we know, March 2022. He got four years, $120 million. Told you he got a lot of money. And he's in Miami, Florida. No state tax. Let's go. He said, quote, so I really want to get into it like the gaming space. I really want to get huge in that. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm using my platform, creating a gaming team, which isn't launched yet. It should launch by the end of this month. I'm going to just sign like different content creators, different athletes. Just been working that, talking to different sponsors. Now, that is a lucrative space. (laughs) He ain't lying. That esports, all of that is next level. I hosted uh guess their summit one time at what we call now uh it used to be the stadium crypto.com that's what they call it now that's a sorry name crypto.com unless you want to sponsor me uh crypto.com uh where the Lakers and Clippers play and I sponsored it and when I went there to to host it I was like all right we did it we did it on Sports Nation a couple of the e-gamers came by big big fan base is huge I knew it I knew it was a different world than I was used to but I didn't know what I was walking into when I walked into that arena. I was like, damn. Yeah, Staples Center at the time. Good Lord. Um, and I was like, why is it packed? <laughs> like, like there are more people here than at a Clippers game and certainly a Lakers game. Um, I was like, damn, it's packed. And those e-gamers, e-sports cats were all sitting there just watching the screens of everybody else playing the game. Watching the teams go at it. Crazy, right and they don't have joysticks like I'm used to like Atari and all that they don't even have like them Sega controllers and stuff they were on actual like keypads they were actually on keyboards I was like y'all playing games with a mouse what the hell is going on here whole different animal whole different world so I understand where he's coming from but let's talk about it for real one do y'all even believe him like he's gonna all of a sudden abort playing football at the age of 31 on a 120 million dollar deal that's behind him when the money's going to continue to go up so then what's that deal going to look like if he continues to play like he's playing you almost could say double it if he doesn't what if he even takes a step back he can still command that same 120 in the next deal which i'm sure will help buy more keyboards and mouse pads or whatever the hell they need in the e-gaming community but It's funny, athletes always play around with this and entertainers always play around with it as well. It's like you work your entire life to live out your dream and then you live out your dream. And then one point of that journey, you take this big exhale and in that exhale, you start to look around like, what else is out here? Because one, your identity, whether it's you or the world at large, has wrapped it around whatever you're doing, right? You could be an actor, and all they think you could do is act and be in those movies and be on those TV shows. If you're a football player, all you can do is play football. And whenever you have other interests or curiosities, they smack you on the head. Oh, no, 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 stick to ball, you know, stick to football, right? Whatever it is. And I understand that curiosity. But one thing I have learned in my 48 years on this planet is that you are genius at playing sports football in particular I was genius in that as well however do not mistake your genius as spreading across all different genres just because you were great at one remember that now that's the ego the ego will tell you "Oh man you killed this just go over there and kill that you can kill that but just don't forget As great as you are in football is as great as someone else who went to undergrad and grad school and got their PhD in the exact same thing you're about to walk into. Now, you have money, you have a name and notoriety, so obviously you're going to grab a greater community of assets and resources to do it. But still, do not confuse the two. You are walking into their world just like if they were to walk on the football field. And you will say... (laughs) we got a lot of work to do, right? And I think that's the toughest thing. Most businesses fail, period. Most athlete businesses fail as well, probably even more so, because a lot of times they don't grab the proper resources. They don't grab the proper connections. They just say, I am me and I'm going to start something. We don't hear a ton about that. But let me give you some examples. I had a teammate, since I protect the guilty, can't say his name. He opened up a car wash. Okay, you could say, all right, what is he, a drug dealer? Or trying to wash his money? No, no, it wasn't that. He just wanted to open up a car wash, childhood dream. You know, he used to go with his father always to the car wash. So he was like, one thing I'm going to do to kind of just scratch that itch is open up a car wash. The business failed. You want to know why? How do I say this? Um, he opened up a car wash in Buffalo. let's just say you don't have that many opportunities in the year to even be open, let alone when you're open. Does everybody want their car wash those two months, three months? So let's just say that was one example of like, uh, maybe you should have just kept your money. I don't believe Tyreek Hill will retire and then say that's it and play games. I think he's going to continue to play and elevate that platform even more so as a gamer and As an all pro receiver, let's get real. Let's talk about Ben Gordon, man, Ben Gordon. Let me just read it first. Let me just get the facts out there before we even get into this a little deeper. Former NBA star Ben Gordon is arrested for the third time since October on weapons and threatening charges at Connecticut juice shop. I mean, could you get anything more contrasting than weapons at a juice shop? Well, let's talk through it. Former NBA guard Ben Gordon was arrested on those charges. And this is his third arrest since October. Started just before 10 a.m. Damn, you mad that early? Tuesday, when several 911 callers reported a male acting aggressively and in a bizarre manner. Inside a juice shop in Stanford. I've been there. City's assailant police chief said, okay. Man identified as Gordon. Boy, I just hate when they have to write stuff like this when they know who it is. Continued to act erratically when officers arrived and tried to take him into custody. Officers eventually subdued Gordon and placed him under arrest. There is a video on TMZ, so we'll show the video, right? Yes, Courtney. Um, Showing it took not one, not two, but five cops to wrestle him to the ground. Woo! These body cams are saving lives out here, because, boy... Oh, man, that could have went ugly. They found a folding knife. I don't even know what a folding... Is it made of something not metal? Is it paper? Folding knife clipped to Gordon's pocket and a stun gun. Damn. And brass knuckles in his backpack. Is he playing Fortnite? with? <laughs> These are some weird weapons to have. Uh, we have a slingshot, too. Gordon was arrested on charges, including carrying a dangerous weapon. That's a light charge. Second-degree threatening and interfering with an officer. Yep. Let's talk about the other two incidents, right? Charged with punching his son, oh, come on, at New York's LaGuardia Airport. All right, we remember that one. And in November, he was charged with a misdemeanor battery causing bodily harm and making physical contact in Chicago for allegedly punching a McDonald's security guard. Woo, man, got a lot going on. His son looks pretty young. I'm not, I'm not going to guess the age. All right. So him in a juice shop, him in McDonald's, he about to throw some hands or some crazy weird weapons. Um, and then the one with his son, obviously. What is going on here? Um, everything has a price. Everything has a cost, right? And I think one thing that gets lost in the conversation when you talk about athletes, especially when they retire, is what price did they pay? Um, a lot of times in football, they want to talk about CTE. And I've had some of those discussions and I will continue to have those discussions. But what are the costs and the prices you pay when you play professional athletics? Let me talk from my experience, and since I have a lot of conversations with athletes, I'm gonna say it's a general experience. Um, It sets you up to think to think, because you're not above the law. It sets you up to think that you're living in a different world, and you really are. Your existence is a lot different. You're 21 years old and you move into a neighborhood where all of your neighbors and their age, average age is 50, 60 years old typically, right? Why? Because when you get money, you gotta move where the money is. And the average age of an American millionaire is 57 years old. So now you're 21 and you're living next to a 57 year old. I'm not even 57, but I'm closer to that than 21. And let me tell you, I am now converting into that old man in my ways. (laughs) Turn your music down. Hey, what time y'all gonna go to bed? Okay, she's cute, but y'all need to be quiet. Like like I have converted into old man ways, right? I'm at a red light, and if I hear somebody bumping, I'm literally like dog. Really? Like you can't hear it. You ain't got no AirPods. Like <laughs> and I used to be that youngster rattling the whole entire city, right? And then so what are you paying price? What are you paying cost? Well, sometimes you just think you're in a different world so you are above the law in the world you're existing in, right? And you're prone and you're prone to so many emotional disturbances. Because in athletics, you're able to take it out. I see that with my seven-year-old. When he doesn't go out the house, he's just having a lazy day, a pajama day as we call it. When they just boxed in and bottled in, oh, they are hard. Hard as hell to maintain and just to be around. They just got to let that energy out, right? I swear, pro athletes, we're the same way, man. And we got to play a child's game even longer. Like when we were adults in your 30s, So where's all that energy go is just my first question. Y'all seen the athletes when they retire a few, if not a lot of them get fat, right? Look at me talking (laughs) like like them. (laughs) We get bigger, right? One, you're not working out the same calories in calories out. Well, guess what? Ah, not burning off as many calories. But two, where can you direct that energy? You say, just keep playing the sport you were playing. Well, it's kind of hard to find pickup football games, right? Well, play flag. Well, it's kind of hard with my hip that I had to limp through my 10th year with or my foot that's been sore since my third year, you know? So no matter what you're going to do, you're not going to be able to hit the gas the same way. So therefore, you're not going to get the same out of it. You can go do Bowl, You can do whatever you want to do. Ain't nothing like those cleats and that light and that sound and those 80,000 and that other dude that you can take out all of your frustrations on and... Now, what's the worst they're going to say? Foul? <laughs> what's the worst they're going to say? Penalty? Like, it's crazy. So that is a different world. Here's the part that I don't think gets discussed enough. I call it the valley of vulnerability. The valley of vulnerability. And boy, is it vast. <laughs> Another v. It. I mean, it is so hard to go into the real world and to now trust that you're in a different world. That... You've been in a situation and circumstance that you have invested in and you've been protected from that real world, that abyss, that valley of vulnerability. Because when you're in that valley, you got to start learning different skills, even though you have the proper habits. Oh, no one's tougher than an athlete. No one's tougher than someone who has a work determination like an athlete does. Oh, man, you talk about the physical and the mental strength to deal with any... any variable, any circumstance. Oh man, we are built for hard workers, passionate, got desire to do anything to the fullest. Yes, that's why a lot of CEOs are former athletes, not professional necessarily, but collegiate and high school athletes, right? We're built for that. But when you're in the real world, you also gotta be vulnerable. You need to extend your hand and you gotta receive that extended hand to make sure you can make the proper connections to thrive in that world. It's a lot different. I tell my friends all the time, the the biggest blessing it felt like in terms of my emotions, in terms of my mindset, wasn't getting the money when I got drafted. It was the fact that when I got drafted, I still was able to stay on schedule and stay in structure. Yeah. Because I have friends that when they graduated, they had to figure it out. Like that day, dropped in the middle of the ocean, 21. Figure it out. What you gonna do? Oh, that degree sounds great, but they have, a one, they have one too. They have one as well. Theirs is even better than yours in reputation. What you gonna do? Middle of the ocean. Me? Man, I was there with the Coast Guard. They was like, okay, Marcel, be at the airport, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Someone will be there with a Buffalo Bills hat on. And then when you land, <laughs> I was like, damn, I got to stay on that railroad, right? But what happens when those tracks, none in front of you anymore, right? What do you do then? And it sounds like Ben Gordon is going through it. Maybe there's some mental health issues here. Maybe there's more to it. Maybe he just misses the game. He doesn't know how to let it out in frustration. Not a pity party time, but just trying to identify the issues going on. Because I know that without counseling, oh, my wife issues, and marital issues, and my issues with my upbringing, and then all of a sudden taking it out on my kids, it would have just been a vicious cycle. And... It's hard to break the vicious cycle because, one, you got to admit you've been wronged. You've been in some bad situations. You got to admit that you did wrong. And then, two, you got to be so honest and brave that you're going to stop all the BS, which comes with a verdict and accusations against what happened to you. You got to call your mama and daddy out. You got to call your friends out. You got to call yourself out. That's tough, y'all. That is that valley of vulnerability, man. So I hope Ben Gordon gets right, man. Three different arrests since October. Obviously, he's spiraling out of control. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every single show on this. Never showed up. We finished with a Wiley-ism. Oh, my kids gonna come running down. They know when I start singing that show's almost over. All right, I like this one. Courage is knowing what not to fear. Yes, Plato. Yes, courage. Is knowing what not to fear I think I have a great skill of knowing what not to be scared of and I wasn't always this way cuz I was the kid that was terrified of everything I remember when I went to the drive-in and saw uh, Jason and Friday the 13th we saw Freddy Krueger and I was scared to go to bed those nights right (laughs) now I know what not to be scared of like baby you heard a sound That was the house shifting. Baby, we've been here a year. It's still shifting. Like ain't nobody downstairs. The alarm's on. If it's not, look, baby, if they were going to come up here, they coming. (laughs) Like I ain't going to go look for them and then they ain't there. So you got to just know what not to be scared of, including other people, including other people's thoughts, including other people's opinions of you. You can use whatever method you want, right? But don't be scared. Like, that's what I love about this show is we're going to talk about stuff that it seems like other places, either they don't want to or they may be a little scared to, right? Whatever. If you're thinking it, somebody else is thinking it. My dad used to always say that. I used to always come up with these random things. I was like, Daddy, you ever think somebody has like six toes? He was like, yep. I was like, why? He was like, well, if you thought about it, somebody's already done it. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, so someone already has it. I was like, what? And no matter what I would come up with, It was true. It had occurred. (laughs) Like, I have not thought of something that has not occurred just yet. Except people flying. But I've seen that too on vacation as well. They had the jetpack on, but he still was in the air. So the point is, man, know what not to be scared of. That includes a differing opinion. That's why if y'all notice in the comments, and I made this a rule, I told you. One of my rules is I don't respond to negative comments. Why? I ain't got time to wrestle with your poison. You disagree with me. I read it. I respect it. I'll use it to adjust if I need to. But me and you ain't about to tangle because guess what? I'm trying to go that way, forward, positive. I ain't got time to stop down for all the negativity. And another thing is if you don't understand what I'm saying or it's misconstrued or you think I wasn't clear, I, you're going to have to go back and read it again or listen to it again because I'm not about to tangle with that as well. We got somewhere to go and we're going to go together. The Marcellus Militia, <laughs> like we gonna do this y'all, oh man, speaking of that man, we got memberships coming, maybe as early as next week, but be on the lookout for the memberships, and boy, the perks that come with the memberships, I mean, host a show with me, host segments with me, get merch, autograph, oh, have Zoom sessions, Q&As, private hydration situations, we going there, that's why I'm doing, that's why I'm doing this. That's why I ain't where I was. That's why I ain't going nowhere else. That's why I'm right here with y'all so we can get through this. Never shut up and don't be scared. Courage is knowing what not to fear. All right. That's going to do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today, You want to keep the conversation going? I know you do. Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wally. That's right. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, that's me, that dude, Paul Anderson, and Nick Panella. Ah, Marcel Swally. Thanks for listening. Thanks for those reviews. Keep them coming, man. I read every single one of them reviews. All, what I got? 182 of them. <laughs> Something crazy. <clears throat> I love y'all, man. There's more coming from more to it. Talk to you hella soon. Go!
0: Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts